Welcome to Maguyu Radio. I am Mr. John, and right there is the very sunny, the very warm, the very embraceable Artie Magoo. <laughs> I'm not huggable. You are huggable. To me, you're huggable. <laughs> to me, you're kissable as well. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so. We're continuing the, the month of me. Yes, it is. So what uh, you have been able to travel You've been able to enjoy yourself. Are you eating all the good things? All the good things. You're doing all the good things. Define good. Oh, <laughs> fun. Let's say fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an amazing month. It's always July is always it always starts out like oh it's going to be a nice relaxing summer. Yeah, and then it just turns into packed full of amazing things. Just not you know. Yes. Not relaxing, but very fun. Well, my spreadsheet for our summer really filled up fast. Your and spreadsheet. Who's, what sentence? What, what, how does that make sense? My spreadsheet for summer. <laughs> because Who we has have- a summer spreadsheet? That's the season to throw away spreadsheets. Oh, no, not us. Because we have everybody wanting to do their own thing. Sage has her dive camp. We have uh, time with family. You guys are traveling. Sage and Denver and I are traveling. It's th- There are so many things. Let you me, have to map me, it out. Let me consult my summer spreadsheet. Yes. Yes. Is that anal retentive? Very. It is. Yeah. But I, I, I like that because that way I know, okay, I'm hey. unavailable on this day because Denver and Sage and I are going to be away. It works. It's it's amazing. And some people are even attracted to it. <laughs> I remember when when Penny saw your binder, your um the vacation summer binder. vacation binder, she was like, Oh, that kinda that kinda turns me on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh Those man. Planners, that's uh not it, me. But yeah, I use it. Yeah, it it keeps it keeps me focused. It keeps me on track, and I need about thirty five different tools to keep all of this focused and on track. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So yeah, yeah it's a great month, though. Hopefully, uh, you guys are watching the new Magoo. Yes, you and getting your homework in. Homework is coming in. This these are these are good things. These are cool things. Yeah, very cool. So it's oh, I'm sorry. I, I was interrupted, but, you know. The Newster knows. The Newster does know. No, knows like, hey, all right, let's get, let's get into some news. Let's get into some cookie news. Because there are some really cool things happening in cookie news. Really? Yeah. First off, we have a story out of, um, out of Michigan again. <laughs> Only this is a really good story. Cookies are made by some pretty special people. It's not about their disabilities, but the possibilities. And turns out this is a recipe for success. Oh, okay. Get over here. Stephanie Jackson's shirt says it all. Best cookies in the D. That's the D is Detroit, by the way. And the D on their shirts is like the Detroit Tigers D. So mm-hmm. that's pretty rad. Thank you. All volunteers. Measuring and mixing and dropping the dough. Good job. Baking the goods. Six for six. And packaging them for sale. It's called My Cookie Project. Yep, white chocolate chip pan. And M-I, my spelled M-I, like Michigan. So. 
a nonprofit for adults with special needs. Snacks. Get the rest of this out and put it in. Okay. It's all the brainchild of Maggie Gibson. Come back around the way other go, way. to go, Maggie. The timer went off, Nick. She taught baking and job development as a special education teacher for decades. I need an empty rack. Now retired, she's <laughs> doing it all again, and she's on a mission. Our bakers are amazing, and we're trying to teach the community that all of these folks can work. People with disabilities can work. Oh, they're working all right. It all happens in the kitchen at the St. Mary Magdalene Social Hall in Melvindale. And here's why Maggie started this nonprofit, because people with disabilities age out of public schools at the age of 26, oftentimes with no job and nowhere to go. Maggie saw the need for jobs and recreation, and instead of disability, she sees endless possibilities. I absolutely love this. Awesome. Maggie, that's not retirement, though. <laughs> that is amazing. That's wow. a person who really gives to the community, who sees a need. It was um, my bakery, my cookie. What is it? Yeah, it's my... My cookie project. Yes, my cookie project. Oh, my gosh. M-I cookie project. That's amazing. So I, I do want to reach out to them and, and see if they if they need anything. I'd love to to be able to support a group like that. You know, uh, special needs kids are and special needs adults are, are, are really have a soft spot in my mm -hmm. heart. Um, I have a friend who has uh, who has a, a child with Down syndrome and he is such a cute, loving, beautiful boy. And as parents, they're they're wonderful parents and they they take time to teach them and to 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 be with them. I love that this that this lady comes out of retirement to continue that education process and to continue to be with people. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, we have um, a post office here that um, is run with. Uh, oh, that's the right. employer employees are uh, special needs and. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so great. You know, it's just uh, it's esteeming. You know, when they could be that that have that kind of independence and and learn, learn those skills and stuff. And then you add cookies to it. That's really, that's so sweet. <laughs> Everything about that. That's, that's awesome. Everybody loves making cookies and for them to be able to, to make cookies, to see their work progress and to, to turn into something, a business. And, it's wonderful. Yeah, that's awesome. The, the next story that I've got here. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, the, the birds in the tiki room can be a little uh, loud rowdy. and irritating. And especially look now. At, look at the nooster over there. He's shaking his head. He's like, so. Yeah, I, <laughs> he's so he's upset. Disgusted. He's like, those birds give me a bad, give us a bad name. Those are birds that are in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And he frowns upon them. He's yeah. a serious newsman. Yes, he is. <laughs> so the, uh, so they're, they're rowdy for a reason, though. So apparently... One of the new items you can get this summer at Disneyland is a Dole Whip um, cookie sandwich at Dole Disney's Whip cookie sandwich. But it has what's the flavor of the cookie? Uh, like I don't know. Cookie, maybe? I, I th it looks like a sugar cookie with Dole Whip in the middle. So it's an ice cream sandwich with Dole Whip. Yes. With alcohol. That's the killer of the whole thing. Wait, can you get it without alcohol? I don't think so. It's a sugar cookie oh. and Dole Whip uh, uh, ice cream sandwich, but it has alcohol in it. So, okay. <laughs> One, I, I I don't do uh, I don't do alcohol, um, but I certainly hate it to see hate to see people at Disneyland with beers and with 
alcoholic drinks and stuff. It just doesn't fit for me. I I feel like it's, I think some people really enjoy it and stuff, but I don't think that's the place. I think it's so funny because. I agree. Um, you know, traditionally it's for kids. It's definitely become for adults. I mean, Disneyland has just as far as who goes, you know, all day, every day. Yes. But I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think it's funny. Um, it can bring a different atmosphere too. I guess that's part of it. Yes, it does. Um, but I know there are limited places that you can get it there. Mm-hmm. It's probably dang expensive too. <laughs> yes. And, and it is a little more prevalent in Disney World and those parks than it is to, at Disneyland. Oh, is it? Yeah. Disneyland, from what I, at least up until a little while ago, Disneyland only had alcohol at Club, at Club 33. 33. And that's where I think it gets funny because I'm so into the traditions. In, yes. In, I know they update stuff all the time and I get that. But that was always a tradition that's like, that's the only place you can get it. And that was yeah. kind of made it even more exclusive. And it makes it such an, uh, an, an easy win for the, for, for family entertainment and family stuff. When you don't have a dude who's three sheets to the wind and he's, you know, oh. bumbling around Disneyland. I wonder how often that happens though. Well, if there's alcohol available, it's going to happen to a certain number of people. I mean, I, we see it at Dodger stadium. Every time we go, I have to turn around and say, like, hey, guys, um, we got 10-year-old kids up here, and you're and F-bombing like crazy. And stop spilling your beer all over me. Do you mind? You know, it it just happens when alcohol is, is thrown into the mix. So now, here you know, we are. Aware. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would hope people would drink responsibly, especially at Disneyland, because it yeah. is, you know, a lot of kids. Um, and hopefully you're not walking around, you know, drunk with your kid. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, go get daddy churro. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I think most people will be responsible though. I, I do. Oh, well, I, I would hope so. Now, <laughs> have you have you ever used the, those uh, protein powders and pro, uh, made those protein dense uh, cookies? No. Because that's, I've seen it, I've seen lots of recipes for it, especially with the keto stuff that I've been doing. Oh, yeah. A lot of uh, uh, protein rich cookies now not all of them are are keto but but it seems to be this this upcoming trend Mm -hmm. but this story kind of takes it to a whole other level luke wright is the first to admit he's not a professional baker but he did cook up an idea for a high protein dessert because each cookie has 16 Mm -hmm. grams of protein they're pretty filling that's a lot of protein that's a dense cookie right there what did it say 16 grams of protein in a cookie yeah the secret ingredient is darkling beetles. The uh, bugs are more... Yeah. Uh, wait, uh. <laughs> Did you catch that? Uh, okay, not bacon, which I was thinking was crazy. Yeah, beetles. It, beetles. More efficient to grow because they take up less land and need little hands-on work and feeding. Um, the process to harvest them is they're all taken, collected, and then they're frozen. That's what kills them, so it takes about 20 seconds. Oh, and then they're cleaned, so that <laughs> sterilizes them. And then we roast them. And then mm-hmm. we grind them up into a powder. So it turns into a flour, kind of like this. Oh. We started Mana Foods to bring the cookies to a mass audience. The goal is to produce a more sustainable protein. We're all Alaskans by blood. Mm. And most of our activities are spent in the outdoors. And if you fly pretty much anywhere else in the world, you'll see most of land is taken up for farming. Uh, so preserving wilderness is really important to us. So. Wow. Beetle cookies. Yeah. Now, I've. Didn't see that one coming. I've seen a lot of uh, a, a lot of little recipes that have beetles or or even novelty 
items, like the suckers that you would yeah. have a, a scorpion that you can eat, you know? Yummy. Or uh, I the other day I got these roasted crickets, crickets. that are taco flavored for the kids. <laughs> and uh, so so I I see these as kind of novelties here in the US. But I believe in in other countries this is a a normal thing. Yeah, I've seen it on like the Andrew Zimmern um Oh yeah, Biz- know, the bizarre, bizarre eats, bizarre foods. Foods, yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen stuff like that. Um, and you know, I would totally try it. I would think it would probably have a nice nutty flavor. I would think, yeah. Um, and that it's ground into a powder where you're not actually seeing that you're eating like antennae bug. and wings <laughs> that and would stuff. Definitely be better. Also, that's so interesting. Yeah, you're not picking legs out of your teeth. It's just a powder. Yeah, but it is. It's protein dense. It's protein rich. So interesting. It is. Do, do you have a taste test for me today? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I that that may be something that that I'll order and get in maybe for uh, for for the the pod the next podcast in August. That's really what this podcast is. It's just an excuse to get some crazy food, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, oh, it's a business expense. Sorry. That's so yeah, that's. <laughs> crazy yeah it's i find it interesting Uh, like he said it's sustainable yeah we harvest them it's like harvest them beetles yeah and then you freeze them to death sure and then you roast them now is that a pita thing is is pita going to get involved on the 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 humaneness of beetle care probably 20 seconds is a long time to suffer yeah but are they suffering are they just going to sleep (laughs) because <laughs> if it gets too cold out, I'm going to sleep. So, so maybe beetle cookies. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's really the last story. I did see this this other little story, but there's really nothing to it. It's just a little video where a family thought that their daughter was like grabbing cookies from the the kitchen counter, uh-huh. but it wasn't the daughter. It was the family dog. Oh, now the dog was blaming it on the kid. Wow, it, that's a that's a turnabout. Yeah. But it says here, look, it says Max's owner thought their young daughter was the cookie thief in the house until they caught <laughs> the golden doodle. Mm. Golden doodle. Stupid. No, in the people act. love their golden doodles. Golden retriever poodle. And a po- I, I get it. I just, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm not a dog person. I'm just not. They're, they're way too high maintenance. You are sorry. That's horrible. See, I just can't do it. But but okay, how did they figure that the daughter was the one stealing the cookies when the dog has like all this shrapnel and cookie stuff all over the floor? Really? I would walk into that and mess? go, oh, the dog got up here and got into the cookies. I would never think, oh, my daughter grabbed well, the cookies, brought them on the floor, tore them up. What are the cookies in? Um, it looks like a, a chub of cookies. Chub of cookies. Yeah, see, that's a that's that's the fun video right there. So the dog's like sc- scratching at the at the counter, trying to get the cookies that are on the shelf and pulling everything else down in its wake. So we'll have that on the uh, on the website as Is it well. In a cookie jar? No, they're they're on just on the, on the shelf at the back of the shelf, and he's just trying and trying to get there it's and the, the dog is cute though i will oh, i will say that. oh wow it must be a really cute dog <laughs> if you're saying it's a cute dog <clears throat> you're like anti-dog 
I think I just don't want to care for a dog. I like dogs. I like seeing dogs oh, on the street. Your tune has changed. But I just don't like. I don't do dogs and little dogs like 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 what is it purse dogs? Yeah. I, I just don't get it. I you're, don't understand that. You're a street that. dog kind of guy. Yeah, I'm a street dog dude. You like to see other people's dogs. <laughs> yes. No, you don't. You don't even like that. <laughs> I'm always like, look at this cute dog. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. I, because I don't cool want the dog. dog. The dogs always dogs always lick my hand and stuff. I don't want that. I don't want dog. We love you. I'm like Lucy from Peanuts. Dog germs. Ugh. 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 Poison dog lips. Ugh. <laughs> oh well. Coming up, I'm. I have a conversation with Cameo Robinson, and we're going to chat for a little while right after this break. So stick around. We'll be right back with more Magoo U Radio. All right, and welcome back to Magoo U Radio. I am Mr. John, and right across the table from me. Is the wonderful Cameo Robinson. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Now your cookie name is C R Confections. Yep. Okay. And how? Now the name is from your name. It's my name. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other night we were talking a little bit about the process in how cookies kind of came to being yeah. for you. So can can you describe that a little bit? Yeah. So I've always been creative um, and I was a I was a teacher for 10 years and taught second grade and third grade and quit to stay home with my own children mm-hmm. and uh, after I had a last one, I kind of got a little bit of depression. So in order to kind of help me, I knew that creativeness needed to kind of come out to help mm. with that. So that's how cu- cookies kind of began. It was a quick, creative thing. That's it, it, Everybody needs the outlet. Yeah. The creative outlet. And and it, I find it interesting that you used that to to really bring yourself out of mm-hmm. uh, of that depression. Now, was that, was that depression uh, really from... Having kids and what's the pre or post- postpartum? postpartum. Yeah. yeah, it was a little bit of that and okay. leaving a profession that I loved mm. um, and just yeah, you you go from working with ninety females in a school to nobody talking to you, no children like that are old enough to talk to you because you have babies, mm. and you go from being around a lot of people and a lot of stimulus to around nothing. And then throw in having a child and you're stressed and you're tired and all of that. So I think all of that combined just kind of made that a rough time. But yeah, cookies definitely, they were a quick, you know, it didn't take long to see the product. It didn't take long for people Hmm. to be like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Or, oh, it tastes so good. So it it made me feel better. And then I was like, I'm just going to keep this going. I like that feeling. (laughs) And cookies can be very zen. When uh, you incredibly get, you get into the the creation process, mm-hmm. um, it's people kind of can lose themselves and mm-hmm. and being able to lose yourself in the creation of something that that's very therapeutic. It, it is. Very yeah. Nice. And letting your brain just like, you know, that Zen, letting your mm-hmm. brain stop thinking and just having that moment of just quiet and letting your your mind just relax. Mm. So I see that a lot in my classes too. When I you have that moment where it gets really quiet and everybody's just working and mm. they just love it and everybody will say, "Oh my gosh, everybody's so quiet. I've never heard my <laughs> friends this quiet." But they're just having a moment. They're just yeah, yeah it's it's a lot of fun. In radio, there's the 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 death of silence. 
Yeah. And I and it makes me uncomfortable when I'm when I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> when I when I was on the air. It's like you don't want it to be right. silent. <laughs> However, in real life, moments of silence mm. are, v- are, are nice. Mm. They are really amazing. Nice. And you, but you have to learn how to deal with that though. I will, I mean, silence for me is not the best thing, Mm -hmm. but I have learned to love that, especially, I mean, you have kids too, when you have kids (laughs) and they're little and they're loud and they're, you know, always running and doing, I definitely, I'm a yoga person. So the silence and meditation is definitely a huge thing for my brain to just relax, but it takes time. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy thing. I think for any of us to be okay with silence. <laughs> and have you brought your kids into that? Like to, to, to try to get them to mm-hmm. meditate or mm-hmm. to participate yeah. in yoga? So my girls, most of the time, off and on, will do yoga at nights or, you know, if they're having a hard time, our middle oh, daughter great. has a little hard time with night terrors and all that business. So hmm. definitely the meditation has helped her in redirecting your brain and, you know, kind of relax, just count your numbers and so we've tried. Wow. It seemed to help me so much, so I don't see why you know it won't help them. Yeah. So I had night terrors growing up. Yeah. Um, especially when I was sick in in coming out of a fever. Of being sick, yeah. Mm-hmm. And my daughter still has that today. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather did something with me that was very unique. Um, he he saw it a different way, and he knew that I was still sleeping. And I had one when I was at their house once. So instead of trying to bring me out of it, and that's no. very shocking to the mm-hmm. system, uh, he, t- he took me outside. We went for a walk. I felt the cold on my feet. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I was awake, and I was outside and looking at Grandpa like, what are what we doing? Happened? <laughs> so that's what I've done with my daughter. And when she is out of sorts and she doesn't know what mm-hmm. is going on, then I will walk with her outside, let her experience the, night, the cool night air, Just no matter what time up. of the yeah. year it is. Yeah. It will wake her up. That's cha- So our oldest, our 18-year-old, he had him horribly, and mm. he would scream and come downstairs, and you could tell he was completely not awake, and he would mumble something to us, and we would oh. just like shuffle him carefully back to his room, mm. and I always joke because he had a bunk bed. And he slept on the top bunk and he would like Spider-Man his way up the bunk bed when he was having an, cause he was not <laughs> wow. awake. Yeah. So he wouldn't use the ladder. So he would like climb up the pole and like flip his leg over. It Whoa. was the funny. And so I record, I have a rec- like a recorded thing of him doing this cause oh, wow. it, it's funny, but yeah, he, he never woke up. You would ask him the next day, like, Hey, do you remember screaming? And, and he was like, no, I, what wow. are you talking about? So he had those for probably five or six years. Mm-hmm. And then they just stopped. It's a funny thing. It is, yeah. It's yeah. scary, though, because when they happen, you're like, I, what, what's happening to you? It is scary. It's very jarring to have, yeah. to have that happen. And, and you're looking at your child like, this is not my child. Yeah. Well, even when it happens at like 2 o'clock in the morning and oh you're asleep gosh, yeah. and he's like in the room across from you and screams and mm. you're like, okay, who's in his room? What's happened? You just, it's the worst. That was the worst. I don't think we slept for those five or six years. Wow. A solid, a solid night. Wow. So, but now meditation is coming into the picture. And... Yeah. I was going to say with our middle girls or with our girls, they didn't really have those kind of night terrors, but definitely the just waking up with bad dreams. So the meditation has definitely helped them. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's where my conversation with Cameo ended. Wait, what? I know. At least it wasn't like a cliffhanger. You know, no, <laughs> like you'd be like, and then, 
So what happened? Yeah, it, well, the recorder that we were using at the studio um, had batteries in it, and the batteries ran out, and she and I were having a conversation, <laughs> your, and I didn't your realize. conversation continued, huh? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I, I think we had another five or ten minutes, easy, and we were just chatting away. Yeah. But it just ended. So, uh, so sorry <laughs> for the cliffhanger, but that's, no, that that's what a, we got. That was a great conversation right there, yeah. though. That was good. Yeah, she's just, she's just such a sweet woman i really yeah. like i really like talking with her and she was she was really cool to, ha- to have hanging out with us yes always it was great mm-hmm. so as we were wrapping up july here um it's time to, to we got another little while to get uh, to get homework in and post that homework post it on the facebook page but also post it in the community groups on uh on artymagoo.com click on community you can click right in there you can uh, check out uh, check out all your friends all the uh, the magoobers are in there so and some people aren't on facebook oddly enough <laughs> what yeah but they all are on the community pages so you can connect with people you can see uh, and get exclusive uh, um, information on upcoming classes. So those are going to be posted in there first. So uh, so there's some some really great stuff. Check out those community pages. Jump in there. Also, this month, don't forget, we are doing our second annual Summer of Cookie Love. One of my favorite promotions that you guys do. One of the favorite like ways to motivate the cookie community and the Magoobers. I love this. Yeah, it was really fun last year. Um it was just so fun to see the pictures of all these people, you know, sharing the cookie love, getting mm-hmm. the cookie love, um, and, and people that maybe don't normally get thanked. So that's kind of the focus is sharing that cookie love. Um, so what it is, is you're going to be making at least a dozen cookies mm-hmm. and there's a theme every week. And, um, if you do this, you will earn a patch, which is totally beside the point. <laughs> I mean, the point really is, is that, oh, that feel good, fuzzy feeling you get when you share cookies uh so this is our third week mm-hmm. of our summer of cookie love and this week we're focusing on um, our firefighters and our police officers mm-hmm. um it can be any design you know of cookies okay um, does it ha- so it doesn't have to be a magoo you design it, it just has to be have to i mean okay. it'd be great if you use them it's a good time to you know kind of learn some new skills and you can definitely Practice. do that um, but if, you know, if you have a specific theme you want to, you want to mm-hmm. give to someone that is appropriate for, you know, who you're giving it to, that's, that's great too. And I think last year, a lot of people were, sh- were making the homework set and yes. then sharing that. So it, yeah. you get two birds with one stone. Definitely. It's a smart way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then our fourth week. My favorite week. It is. Yeah. I really like this one too. It's, um, you're going to be giving cookies to either a rest home, an assisted living home or mm-hmm. um a, or an organization that feeds the homeless like a food bank type thing so you can any of those uh, would work for our fourth week i love it um so and i know that some of you guys have like people like that are family members that work in these these places that are mm-hmm. firemen or that work in assisted living homes it's really to go outside your circle of your family and friends if if you know a family member wants to help facilitate in giving these cookies out to their organizations that's fine but it's really to go outside of your circle very cool uh, so make sure you're not just like your dad you're a fireman here's a you know <laughs> set of cookies for you yeah it's it's to kind of benefit your community that's that's an incredible way to 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 really feel the cookie love yeah and what is the hashtag again it is hashtag summer of cookie love and okay. Uh, you'll definitely want to post pictures during the week that you know that is appropriate, so that you okay. get your uh, your credit for your patch. 
um, yeah, it's it's really about the giving of the cookies. But the patch is just a fun little extra incentive that just says thanks, Magoobers, for for doing your part. You know, so to, cool. to kind of spread some some joy to some people who deserve deserve some, <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah, it's so fun. I love it. It's a it's such a great way to to be motivated and to to stay with the homework too. Yeah, it's very fun. Win win win. Yes. Well, we're off to do more adventures. It's it's our busy July. The month of me. Oh yes, the month. <laughs> so we're going to continue our our summer fun, and we hope that you're having a great summer as well. And um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, to talk about August. That's my month. <laughs> month of you yes yeah so have a have a great uh, great time and have, have a, a delicious, delicious day, day.